The opinions expressed on the following program are those of the program sponsor, Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and its hosts and callers, and may not reflect those of KSLR or Salem Communications. The content of this program may not be suitable for young listeners and is intended for a mature audience. Parents are strongly encouraged to use discretion with children who may be listening. Share comments with Shadow of His Wings Ministry at 210-887-9007 or online at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Love is done its part and let him reign in my life and my heart love is done its part welcome to healing hidden wounds with lee and shay preston directors of shadow of his wings ministry we pray those who feel forgotten by christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of jesus can come to find his hope his grace his healing and ultimately his love Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Joining us this evening, I'm Lee Preston, and I'm here with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello. Good evening. We have had an eventful weekend, and uh, we uh, are just glad to be here this evening. We appreciate you listening. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by our ministry, Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We actually believe it's God's ministry. We thank uh, the Lord for allowing us to work alongside Him. And so tonight we're just going to we're going to jump in and talk about about some some tough topics. We do try to to not uh, dance around the issues of today that are too difficult for some some folks to to talk about. And tonight we're talking a little bit about sexual brokenness and wives of husbands who have sexual brokenness and we just had a great weekend with a bunch of men who came out to the house and uh, uh, we had about 12 guys that just uh, really loved the Lord but really couldn't get freedom from haven't or hadn't found freedom from their sexual brokenness and so we were gonna we just determined it might be a, a good night to bring that topic up again right Yes, and especially since we will be having wives come out in a few weeks. That's right. We will have a Journey to Joy retreat for the wives of men who have struggles with their sexuality. It is uh, at the end of this month, August 28th through the 30th, and you can get more information about that retreat. We're going to talk a little bit more about it uh, on at... Uh, www.journeytojoy.org and we'll talk a little bit about the retreat itself and kind of help for wives as we move through the show tonight well and i was just going to see if you could kind of share with people why we call it the journey to joy sometimes um you know it's like how i've heard wives say how can this be joyful how is this a a joyful journey and why do you even call a journey to joy when i'm in such pain absolutely well let's answer that question let's pray first and then we'll jump right into that question father we thank you for we thank you for counting all things joy we thank you for helping us to see the joy in our broken places and I just pray, Father, tonight that someone out there might be uh, driving along or sitting near their radio and would just need to hear this show tonight. Maybe it's a, a man who's struggled his whole life with his sexuality. Maybe it's uh, a man who's struggled with too much porn or too much masturbation or just struggles with trying to maintain fidelity. 
Father, may he hear those words even and and his ears perk up and may he turn up the radio. Maybe it's a wife who's always known that there's a struggle in her marriage and and she wants her husband to have freedom, yet she also wants to heal in her own heart. She wants to release it and we want she want she may want to just be able to talk to someone about it. Father, I just pray that you would take our words and make them yours or actually make your words our words and help us to speak the things you'd want us to speak tonight. Father, I just want to, I just feel joyful myself after coming out of a weekend of working with men, and that is just the joy of realizing that once that shame is broken free, once there's no more shame in that place, those men looked lighter. They looked freer. And so I just pray for all of those listening that uh, if you've struggled all your life or if you're in a marriage for a woman who's in a marriage where her husband has struggled, Jesus did come to set the captive free. And we just thank you, Father, for meeting us here tonight and for opening up the airwaves and opening up people's hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, let's talk a little bit about why it's called Journey to Joy, because you actually came up with the name, right? Yes, I did. But I thought maybe it would be great to hear you share about um, what the meaning is. Well, uh, I will give you my heart's meaning on the the, the title, Journey to Joy. Uh, I believe that... uh, that a wife can come to a place of considering this all joy as she walks through the process. It is a journey. You know, I, I, I kind of think it's interesting as wives show up at the first day of the retreat. Uh, we usually start around 11 o'clock on a Friday after or Friday morning, and they don't look very joyful. Uh, they actually look very afraid and very closed off and very uh, just hurt, and many are very afraid. And yet, as you watch the weekend unfold and as you hear their stories and as they begin to share, you begin to see a new light in their eyes. And... And I I think that is why I believe we call it the journey to joy, because joy is a process. It's not a one-time thing. And joy is different than happiness. It's different than than, um, excitement. Joy is more of a contented feeling of peace and, 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 and happiness mixed together. It's realizing that I truly can release this thing to my God. I can have joy through this process because it's not going to wipe me down. I wipe me out or, or it's not going to knock me down. I'm going to get through this. And it's a gentle knowing that God is on her side. And I think that's what brings the joy. Amen. So I, I know that's a crazy, it's a crazy name. It's a crazy journey. Uh, because if you are a wife listening out there and you're like, no, I've caught my husband for the last time looking at porn and, and I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. I've told him I'm out of here. Then hearing the word joy might be the last thing that you want to hear. But if you can really grasp, I like the way you said it. I'm not going to do it justice, but the way you were saying it on the way in tonight was, or this afternoon was, you know, it's, it's having a hope that, your hope is in 
God, not in your marriage, and just maintaining that I will trust in you, Lord, and my hope is in you, and so I can continue to love my husband through the process because my hope is not in him. My hope is in you. And we've, we saw this weekend, right, that there were some men even who were still trying to have hope because their wives were saying, I'm done here. Sure, uh, because, because really our joy is not found in another fleshly human being, whether it's husband, wife, uh, parent, sister, sibling, friend. Children. Exactly. You know, we all have our brokenness. And if we are looking for our joy in what somebody else does or the way they act, you know, we're going to be let down. Absolutely. We're always going to be let down. Absolutely. And it's crazy. And maybe we should do a show on that someday about just dealing with disappointment. How do you deal with life's disappointments? Exactly. But. uh, Well, and we were going to touch on that a little bit tonight. True. True. I, I just want to offer a little bit about what happened this weekend. We had some guys show up, and these were guys who had some pretty, uh, you know, pretty significant struggles in their lives with uh, sexual brokenness. Many had had uh, compulsions to masturbation and porn since 10 or 11 years old. You know, let that be a lesson to you folks, if you're listening, uh, for your children to be watching, to be making sure that you are... A, available and alert to keep your eye out for those stumbling blocks that tend to creep in around 10, 11 years old? Well, and sometimes it's just kind of like this show. It's, you know, we can we can sit and we can not talk about the the difficult things or the things that that really are challenging us in our lives today and in society, or we can face them by open communication and sharing and uh, just being aware. Absolutely. I mean, we definitely put the parental warning on the show so that because we know we'll be talking about mature issues. But, you know, personally, I believe that a 10 or 11 year old should be able to listen into this particular show because it, it's helpful. <clears throat> excuse me. It's helpful to to at least hear a piece of the show you know maybe you want to filter it maybe you want to figure out what pieces that your child can sit with you and talk about but when you open up that doorway to at least allow good communication about what what we're talking about tonight then you end up having some some opportunity to find out what's really going on in your kid's head and that's not a bad thing whatsoever Exactly. And and in a healthy way, it's a good thing. But in today's society, kids are learning about it and hearing about it and seeing it on even just regular television and in the songs they listen to, their friends at school and and so on and so on. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I just think it's great to be able to talk about it and to just be open. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, we we deal with men who come to these retreats, and, and this is called a gateway to freedom. We, we work a lot with a ministry uh, here in town called Be Broken Ministry, and they help process, they actually help set this up, and, and yet we are a contact ministry. We do a lot of the counseling for them, and, um, and it's a great, it's a great retreat. It's a great, uh, time to, uh, just help men. And so, 
these men, we it's just amazing to hear because, you know, uh, you may be listening right now. And, and by the way, we are a call-in show, and we'd love to have you call in if you have questions. Uh, our number is 340-9585, area code 210 and that again, that local number, 210-340-9585. And I know it's hard to call in and talk about sex. It's hard to call in and talk about sexual brokenness. It's hard to call in and talk about vulnerable things. But uh, we hope that you'll give it a shot. If you have a question or a comment, you're welcome to contact our ministry. Our number is 210-887-9007. That's 210-887-9007. If you've struggled with your sexuality, if you've struggled with uh, compulsive uh, sexual brokenness, or if you're a wife, you can also contact that number. We'd be glad to direct you to the right places. We'd also be glad to give you information about our own retreats, because that's what we're here for is... uh, is we, we oftentimes say we're not the pretty ministry, but we're a ministry that deals with some of the harder issues. And so I just love uh, starting out the weekend and starting one of these Gateway to Freedom workshops and seeing the great things that God begins to unfold as these men begin to let loose of some of the brokenness. Amen. Watching as they as they enter in and they come in and I just and I'm kind of in the background on the weekend because I do the cooking and and washing dishes and all those things. But, you know, I still see the guys when they come in and then when they leave and throughout the weekend. And um, it's just a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, just to see to see people come in and just kind of be have this shame just shrouded, Amen. you know, over them. And uh, just like if they had, could find a rock, they would crawl under it so they couldn't be seen. But absolutely, uh, by the end of the weekend, it's just, it's just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a, a peace right. and a hope, but yet there's still just kind of a, just a brokenness, a, a sweet brokenness, though, Amen. that they've realized where where their healing is. Amen. And it's a great, I mean, I, I know it probably sounds absolutely, you know, weird because, you know, it truly is a group of men coming to say, I don't know how to manage my sexuality. And to most people, that would be scary. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? And, and, and we need to get them somewhere where they can't hurt anybody, where they can't do this or do that, or they can't hurt a wife or whatever. But they are some of the most genuine men once you get right down to it and they begin to start to unwind and unfold the brokenness. Then you begin to see these men who are really have always longed for something better with the Lord but have been told they could never have it. You know, that's the the craziness about the Pharisee spirit that sometimes is taught in our culture, which says you have to be good before God can love you. Rather than come as you are, God will love you as you are. He will help you find freedom. 
you know, you can just see these men showing up because guess what, folks? You know, uh, you're right. It's not all that easy to talk about masturbation on the radio. It's not all that easy to talk about, you know, pornography and adultery and affairs. You know, people get angry. They get hurt. They start to feel like, you know, we're not supposed to be even discussing that because it hurts or it's going to hurt somebody or that's a sin and you just have to stop that. But I I challenge anyone right now to call in if they have a way to just tell somebody to stop a behavior and that actually work. And where can they call? (laughs) They can call at our local number here, 210-340-9585. It's like we were talking about this weekend. Fear alone has never stopped anyone from sinning. Otherwise, we all would have stopped a long time ago. Fear and threats. That's right. Because the fear, you know, I think it may temporarily. Yes, it may. It may say, oh, gosh, I don't want to go to hell. So that's the reason why I'll stop this. Yeah. Or, oh, I don't want my wife to leave or my husband to leave. And so I'll stop, you know, but what's what's driving that uh, that brokenness and what's driving that sin is is the brokenness. Absolutely, itself. the wound. The and wound. What, there you go. And what? And and it's both of those. It's brokenness and the wound. It's 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 not knowing what to do with that aching in your heart, besides numbing it out with some sort of activity, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy ride because sometimes guys, all they see are their broken things, you know, their broken activities, the things that they don't know how to stop. You know, I ask a question, and I ask this to other folks. And, again, you're welcome to call in, but I ask this to men. You know, so you're telling me, because a lot of men get this place where they've been told, you got to take responsibility for what you do. you got to be responsible for how you've done this, and you're the one who brought this on yourself, and you're the one that's sinning, and you're the one that has to stop it. And so I ask this question. So you're telling me that as a... 11-year-old boy, when you started masturbating, you chose to absolutely go down this path. You chose to destroy your life. You chose to t- let sexuality manage your life and, and make you, re- you know, careen out of control. You caused all that all on your own. And they most of the time look at me and say, no, I didn't want to do that. You know, I was exposed to porn. I was exposed to masturbation. Something happened that caused it to be exposed into my life. You know, I read in a, a statistic not too long ago that that uh, 80, 80-something, I can't remember the exact number, but 80-something percent of men have looked at porn at least at one point in their life. And I, th- and I would venture that I, I haven't looked at it, but the statistics are probably pretty high for women as well. Sure. And I think that's only including absolute porn. I don't think that's including the um, Victoria's Secret catalog and the JCPenney catalogs exactly. that, that boys get a hold of at a very early age. And the statistic was very similar for masturbation, especially among men. I didn't have any numbers for women, but... But I think sometimes you have to be willing to look at the broken places in your life before you can see Jesus speaking into those places. Because if you're so covered in shame because I can't stop masturbating or I can't stop looking at porn. I mean, I've dealt with many great, loving Christian men who've wanted to get close to the Lord, want to keep getting close to the Lord. And they look at me with tears in their eyes saying, I just can't stop. I don't know how. There's something wrong with me. I need help, and I don't know how to stop it. 
And so I just, our hearts go out for those people um, because, because those are the folks that we want to reach. Those are the folks that we want to say, guess what? Jesus will meet you right where you're at. It's his best to meet you in that place of brokenness. Because the most amazing thing is, is how can I show you my grace and my love in a way that will help you find freedom, not condemnation, not you're a sinner. You got to clean up before you can get better. But a, a grace filled Christ that says, you know what? I know you don't know what you're doing. I know you're broken. Let me help. And that's an amazing place because what we try to do is we try to tell the tell folks to stop their sin, you know, just stop sinning. But that doesn't always work. You know, if that worked, we wouldn't have anybody sinning. Right. Exactly. If that worked, then we wouldn't have the brokenness that careens out of control that causes men to stumble. Yes. Again, you're listening to Shadow of His Wings Ministry, Healing Hidden Wounds. Uh, We are talking tonight about just a couple of things, uh, kind of in tandem. We're talking about the husbands who have brokenness and the wives who've been hurt by them. And uh, we we do have a Journey to Joy uh, Wives Retreat coming up August 28th through the 30th. And, uh, you know, this thing goes so hand in hand because I... Maybe you're a couple out there listening right now, or maybe you're a part of a couple. And I just want to give you hope. I mean, I want you to know that we've watched great couples come through this, coming out on the other side saying, you know what? Our marriage is better now that we've really walked through this. Amen. You know, our culture teaches that I just need to get out. I just need to quit. I just need to put this away and move on to another relationship. So let's just get it over with. Let's divorce and let's be done with it. But praise Jesus that he doesn't say those same things. He says, you know what? I brought you two together for a reason. I want to show you the things I have for you. And to a wife, it's almost just a, a gentle whisper of, I promise I got this. If you'll stay and keep walking through it. I can bring you great joy. I can show you a love for your husband and a, and a, and a, and your husband, a love for you that you all have never known before. You know, something at the end of this weekend that came to my mind is, is that, you know, really the broken place here is most of these men have never known what real love looks like. Their love that they've been taught was a very conditional love. A very performance-based, if you do this, then I can do this. If you do that, then you get this. A very perfectionist love. You didn't do that right, you got to go do it again. If you didn't get a, a, if you got a B, I want to know why you didn't get an A. If you're on B-string football, I want you to, I want to know why you're not on A-string football. It's always this place of you didn't get there. And so a guy finds his sexuality and he, he just uses it to hide. He uses it to to kind of soothe himself from all of the stresses of not feeling true acceptance and true love that just says, I love you right where you're at. And that's all I can offer you is I can love you through this. We'll keep walking together and I will be there for you. Well, and then on the other side of the the other side of the picture is, you know, how many of us men or women really know what true love is absolutely and so when you have a relationship you have a marriage of two people that um that you know 
I mean, you just have to look at your own situation. If you're out there listening, you, you know, just look at your own situation. How did you learn about true love? Where did you first learn what true love is? Amen. You know, and then maybe even even challenge yourself to find out, well, did I really learn what true love was? You know, because our 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 example is Christ. And so, you know, you you put your life and what you learned growing up, male or female, husband, wife, you know, whatever, you, you know perspective sure you know you put that up against you know what perfect love is and i'm not saying we can love perfectly i'm just offering that if you have two people that are married or two people that are are in a relationship and they're trying to love and they don't they don't really know love then sometimes they are looking for the other person to fulfill what that love is sure and and love isn't about Hey, what can I receive? Love is about giving. Sure. And so, you know, that in itself, you know, says a lot. Right. Because if we're looking for somebody else to fulfill that in us or to give us that, then it's that in itself is not really what love is. Sure. And isn't that interesting? Because don't you think that most of the time we're all just broken enough that that that, that is what we go into a relationship for is looking for you to love me sure. well. Sure. And That's you, what I was thinking about women. You know, sometimes women, um, I know we're getting ready to go into a break, but sometimes women, you know, they have this fairy tale. They grow up, they're little girls, they have their dolls and they have their princesses and their, you know, their castles and, you know, and it goes from there. Sure. And so there's a bit of a fantasy there. This is the way love is supposed to be. It should be Prince Charming and Cinderella and everything should be and great. And he should be my all in all. That's right. Well, we are talking tonight about brokenness in marriage and sexual brokenness in a marriage and how to deal with it, what to look at. And we're just glad you're joining us. Our number is 210-340-9585. We're about to go into a break. But if you have any comments or questions and you'd like to call in, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to be able to talk with you. And... uh We look forward to seeing where Jesus wants to go in this second half. We uh, appreciate you listening. If you would like to visit our website, you can go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Love has done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Hi, this is Tom Porter of Geo Insulation. Does this sound familiar? Are your utility bills too high? Or do you have a room where the temperature is never quite right? You know what? I've been there. It's why I started Geo Insulation. Now imagine utility bills that you're not afraid to open and a home without cold spots or unusually hot rooms. Effective insulation can increase the energy efficiency and comfort of your home. Call Geo Insulation at 848-5658 and I'll show you how properly installed insulation in your attic can help you save up to 35% on your utility bill. What was your last utility bill? Start doing the math and you'll quickly realize that's an incredible savings. It can pay for itself in just a few years. Geo Insulation installs the best products at the best price. We pride ourselves on the job we do and our follow-up service will wow you. Are you ready to save money in a more comfortable home? Call 848-5658 or go to geoinsulation.com to learn more. 
That's 848-5658 or geo-insulation.com. You want to feel connected, at one with your world, informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are, we have an accident on the expressway. when important things happen, you see this man, contact authorities immediately. We're here at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting RADIO to 52886. Furnished by NAB in the station, message and data rates may apply. And love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. And love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Well, welcome back. You're joining Shadow of His Wings Ministry, Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. We're glad you're here. We uh, would love to hear from you. We, we've added a new feature to our, our radio show, and that is if you don't have uh, the courage to call in, because sometimes calling in is, is hard, uh, you're welcome to text us. You could text us your question if you have one. You can text us at 210 Eight eight seven nine zero zero seven. I'm old, but I'm trying to get into the the, the new technology of texting. I'm, I'm I know oh, already know how to do it, but come on, you do the texting. I text all the time. I know that, but it's, it's he does it while driving, though. I, that's right. I don't do it while driving. Not. Yes. Uh, the great thing is, is that uh, we we've just kind of decided that texting might help if you have questions. We know we talk about some difficult subjects, uh, but we would love to have uh, to answer any questions you might have. Uh, we do want you to know that this is a safe place. You would never be. Uh, uh, you know, we don't want to jump on anybody over the air. We just we really want to offer hope. Because we believe that uh, brokenness is a lot bigger issue than what even some people uh, believe it is, because it's hard for people to talk about it sometimes. You know, people show up at our in our counseling office and our healing ministries, and they say things like, "You know, I just, I just could never tell anybody what I struggle with." And so, um, we'd just be glad to help in any way, and we're glad you're listening. Uh, we do have a Journey to Joy retreat, which is a wives' retreat. It's uh, a great time for wives whose husbands have struggled with sexual brokenness of any kind. It can be, you know, one of the most difficult topics is and, and most difficult uh, situations in a marriage is when a husband, or a wife for that matter, but uh, for the journey to joy purposes, uh, for when a husband has struggled with homosexuality in his marriage and is struggling and wants to stay married, wants to love his wife well, you know, she needs a place to go to be able to talk and say, hey, I don't know what to do with this. You know, it's it's uh, hard for me to know how to compete. You know, it's one thing if I knew I was competing with another woman, it's even harder to compete with another man. Exactly. 
Uh, and so I don't know what to do with that. I don't even know if I'm supposed to stay with him because everyone's telling me that he's gay and this is just the way he is and that uh, I just don't feel a lot of hope. So if any of those things are in your in your situation right now, we'd be glad to help. Again, you're welcome to call in at 210-340-9585 or you can text us at 210-887-9007. I was just sitting here thinking I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. What is the most rewarding thing about working with with broken men in in this area? I think, you know, the thing that always touches my heart is when a man knows he's broken. You know, um, I'm not judging people. I'm just saying I've met men who say, you know, who kind of come across as, you know, I've got it all together. I'm, I got a good job. I, I do things right. I, I do all these things for my church, and everything's great. And I'm not judging that. I'm saying that that's great. Uh, but when you meet a guy who is at the end of his rope, who's willing to show up, and, and he doesn't know what's going to happen, he doesn't know who he's going to have to tell his story to, but he shows up because it's the end of his rope, and all he knows he, he has to do is get help somewhere. And he shows up, and he says, you know what? I'm just hurting, and this is what I've done. You know, I've had affairs. I've hired prostitutes. I've, I've masturbated, you know, five times a week and since 11 years old. I've looked at porn, chatted online. I've done all kinds of craziness. And then he just sits there like, okay. That's all. You got me. You know everything about me. There's such a vulnerability in that place where I, I think God loves to work. I think it was so much like when Jesus was walking on this earth and he always hung out with the sinners. You know, he hung out with the unclean. He hung out with the prostitutes and the tax collectors. And and I'm not saying, you know, that, that folks who have great lives and don't have these struggles aren't great Christians. I'm just saying... There's a genuine vulnerability about a guy who's willing to say, I don't know how to do it, and this is what I've done. And I am that man that people yell unclean as they walk by me. I may wear a suit every day. I may present well. I may look great. But I know what I do in secret, and I don't know how to stop it. And when you get that kind of vulnerability and that kind of honesty I mean, I know people will think I'm crazy, but it's almost like you can see the light of Christ fill that place because the light just broke into all that hiddenness and all that broken place and all that darkness. And there's just a vulnerability there. You know, I, I, I want to quote a guy that came this weekend. He said, you know, I have I have a better family now after I got done this weekend and you guys than what I grew up with. And that's a pretty amazing statement, you know, wow. and it's not to down his family. He, he loves his family. It wasn't, that's not what he was saying. He was saying, you know, I have brothers, I have mothers, I have fathers, but, but you guys are deeper, more close family to me than I've ever been around. Yes. And that's pretty cool. And guess what? <laughs> we loved him. Even if he doesn't do it right, even if he left this weekend and he still stumbles or he struggles, you know, we're going to love him still. And I believe that's the love of Christ. 
you know, is when you can say, I want to do it right, Lord, but I don't know how. That's a pretty amazing place to go. So that's what makes it so worthwhile and rewarding because, you know, you're not looking at someone who knows they got it all together and you're just having a nice little pretty Bible study. You're looking at somebody who knows they don't have it all together right? and who knows they don't know how to make it work. And they're falling on their face before the Lord saying, I need something. If you don't show up, I don't know how to stop this thing. And I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my wife. I'm going to lose my kids because I don't, I, I don't know how to stop it. That's a desperate cry. And I just believe God listens and shows up. Amen. Well, and as you were saying that, I was thinking about how, you know, when they, when the guys are leaving like today and, you know, my heart always, it just automatically goes out to, to the other half. You know, realizing that they are there, most of them are there uh, in marriages. And, um, you know, I, so it denying that there's another half to this story, right? you know, is an important thing. I mean, not denying, but realizing the other half to this story is very important. Sure. You know, and so... For those that might be out there listening, and they, the wives, sure. and they may be in this situation, what would you say to a wife that might be out there listening and might feel frustrated and hurt? I'd probably first say, you're right on target. You have every right to be frustrated and hurt, and and your feelings are genuine, and they're real, and... And you have been hurt by what's been done, and you felt probably some rejection and abandonment through the whole process. But would you be willing to at least look for perhaps a second, not very long, but just look for a moment to see if God is telling you that he has brought you to this place to walk through this with your husband, not necessarily in opposition to him? You know, what if God is saying just for this moment that I brought you here not to have you die in the desert, so to speak, but to find great joy by showing him love even when he's unlovable? And, you know, the world's going to say that you're crazy for saying that. You know, your husband cheats on you. You get out of there. Well, and I was just sitting here thinking that some people may say, they may say, wow, you know what? I've already loved him. You know, I've, we've, taught, we've had a lot of wives that have been here and, and for years they've dealt with their husband's, you know, porn addiction and going off in the evenings and, and hanging out at the computer and, uh, they would say, I've loved him all this time. What would you say? Well, I think that's why it's never in my hands. It's always in the Lord's hands. And I would say, you know, be careful that you don't jump to a conclusion that God is saying that you it's time for you to go. Right. To listen to him, to really hear his voice. And to try to wait until you're at a place where you're not angry anymore, but you feel a peace about leaving or staying. You know, well, and bitterness is a hard thing as well. You don't want to, you know, that's one thing I would say to the wives, you know, you just, you don't want to go to where bitterness takes you. Right. It's a, the bitter root is just not an easy thing to get rid of. It isn't. And 
to to have the root of bitterness in your heart based on something you were not able to receive from somebody else is a hard thing. Sure. Well, because the crazy thing about it is, is, is it does hurt, you know? It does hurt to be rejected. Oh, All yes. those things do hurt. Sure. And, and I'm sure if a wife is listening right now, she's probably saying, you know what? I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to put my heart out there one more time only just to walk into the, the down the hallway and see the little blue light under the door of the computer screen. Right. You know, I don't want to, you know, trust one more time only to find out that he's been on Craigslist again or whatever he does. You know, so the crazy thing about that is, is I get all that. It's just, it's just being very cautious that you walk through that place with the Lord rather than just making an ultimatum to yourself out of your anger, out of your bitterness, which is usually, you know what? You do this one more time. I'm out of here. And you just have to be careful about that because I'm sure, you know, as I know, we've had several wives who've done that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in his brokenness, he does it one more time. And now she's faced with, now I have to leave because I've said I was going to leave if he did this again. Or they're in, or they end up, I've, I've several times it's happened where God, God tells him it's not time to leave. Right. You know, because I was sitting and thinking about how, you know, we cannot we cannot really appreciate the victories. We can't really see that something is a victory or something is something that we have gotten control of without going through the uncontrollable, without going through failures, without going through the sadness and the, the brokenness. I mean, you can't truly appreciate it in the depth that it is without going through the negative absolutely going through the hurt going through the pain and the the one thing that keeps coming to my mind is the failures right you know well because the crazy thing is is like, like you said we tend to all get into marriage thinking it's going to be princess and prince charming right and everything's yes. going to turn out great and the crazy road about that is <laughs> i'm putting myself on the line here folks but in our own marriage the the more struggles we've had, the more I feel like we've gotten closer. That's true. Because but it doesn't feel good when you're going through the sure, struggles. Absolutely. And yet in the end of that, you can begin to see how true love grows in sometimes the dif- most difficult soil. You know, when life is easy, when things are great, you can love well. But it's when you struggle through something that you really find each other. I was just sitting here and I was thinking about how, you know, you see pictures of flowers and, you know, you have the green grass and the flowers growing here and there. You know, and the most precious picture to me that I've seen of healing is where or or when you go out to a place where it's just rocky and you find a flower growing out of the rock. Amen. I mean, there's something special about that. Amen. You know, that it found it found a way to grow and to bloom in spite of the the ground, the rock that it's in. Right. I mean, that's just a special thing, isn't it? I mean, it's that it's that image of absolute barrenness 
and dryness and rock and hard-heartedness and broken stuff. But in the midst of that, right up through the crack is new life. Amen. And so that's what this is all about. I mean, it kind of comes back to your your question about, you know, why the journey to joy? Well, that little flower is the joy that begins to grow up out of the pain. That's right. You know, I, I remember, I don't know if you were with me or not, but I remember f- seeing a very similar image where there's, it was actually asphalt and pavement. And there, out of one little crack along this, there was a little flower that was coming out, out of it. And, you know, it's a, it's a crazy ride. It's a crazy ride. And you can go through all kinds of emotions because it isn't fair. And you look around and you think that you're the only wife going through this. You're looking around. You're thinking, I bet she doesn't have to put up with this. And her husband sure seems like he's got it all together. And he sure seems like he's doing great. And yet, why did I have to pick this guy who's broken and does this junk and I can't get it to stop? And I just want it to stop so I won't have to worry about it anymore. Yes. And... And so those are all real feelings. It's trying to work through those feelings so that you can come out on the other side. Because the truth really is, is how do I release him to his own healing and allow myself to find healing as well? And that's what we really try to do at the Journey to Joy is allow a wife to take some time to find some of her own healing, to yes. find some of her own hope. I just wanted to to speak to... Um, any wife out there that may be listening that may say, wow, you know, I really, it sounds good. I'd really like to go to something like this, but, but I don't know these people. You know, I just want to offer our number again, our ministry number, Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Our phone number is 210-887-9006. Nine zero zero seven, and we'd love to talk to you to answer any questions that you may have. Uh, sometimes it's it's women are kind of apprehensive about coming to a place that, wow, I'm going to be sharing about what my husband did, and it's, this has been so painful. So, um, you know, we just want you to feel comfortable and and know what we're about. And so, I'm just offering that. That's great. And the same for the, for a man, for the husbands. If you're struggling, um, and need you know, a little hope tonight, need some hope tonight. Yes, Amen. you can also contact us. Well, we do. Uh, I know we're getting close to the end, but we did get a text in, and this is uh, as seems to be from a wife. She says, "My husband has looked at porn for most of our marriage. I've talked to him many times about it. He doesn't seem to think there's a problem. He is not a Christian. I don't know what to do next. I've tried, and I don't know where else to go. What would you offer? What do you think about that question? It's a crazy question, right? It happens, and it's." Uh, it's uh it's a uh, it's a it's a crazy place because you know it's hard when your husband doesn't see it as a problem it's hard when he is still thinking kind of as the world's thinking that says hey what's wrong with a little porn you know, it spices up our marriage. It spices up our, our, our sex life. And yet, you know, if you're a, a godly woman who wants to try and love her husband well and you can't get him to stop looking at porn, 
you can't get him to see it any differently. That is a hard journey. Um, it's very much like being somewhat unequally yoked. Sure. Uh, of course, the Bible says that we don't leave that particular situation just because we're unequally yoked, but, but we walk through it. You know, I, I just want to offer some hope to that because God's speaking into that husband's life even when you don't know that he is. Exactly. And I would encourage that wife to really concentrate on how does she find hope? How does she love this man who seems unlovable at times? Right. Because he's not listening. Well, and sometimes that's that's what the journey to joy is about. Right. Is about, you know, not necessarily always, you know, that the husband is realizing he's a porn addict or he's he's gone out and he's been unfaithful or, you know, whatever the case may be. But it's it's being able to to walk through your pain and to talk about the things that hurt because you know it's difficult it's difficult if if you know this is because even looking at pornography is that's an unfaithfulness sure and so it's it's saying what does this say about me and that's one of those the things that it's important to look at for that wife that just wrote in you know is what is his actions saying about me and is it true because you know one thing i emphasize a lot is speaking truth into lies and so you know we'd we'd welcome you to call us if you'd want to talk about it but um but if not you know to just ask yourself that question well you know what is this saying about who i am and is that true? Amen. And if it's not true, seek God's truth and 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 just flood flood your heart and flood your spirit with truth um, to to kind of do away with all the lies. Sure. And I know that it do, it's not going to take the pain away, you know, but it will help. Right. Because truth always helps. And I think what you're saying there is, is golden because it's trying to, to help that wife say, in spite of what he's doing, what is the truth that God says about me? Right. You know, where, exactly. where's my heart in the midst of all of this junk? Exactly. You know, do I let it drag me under? Am I that drowning person that begins to fade? No, I'm going to grab on to hope. I'm going to hang on to hope. I'm going to hang on to truth because, and I also think it's okay to say to your husband, you know what? I can't keep you from doing this. I just want you to know how much uh, it hurts me and genuinely what it does to my heart because I want you to know that in, whether you think it's right or not, it hurts me. And I hope at some point you think about that, whether you think it's right or not, that you care about that it hurts me. Because that's a beginning. Can you at least care that I hurt by what you do? Exactly. And and hopefully that's a beginning of something. You know, whether he can say it's right or wrong, it's it's at least a beginning of my heart hurts because of what you do. Do you care about that? 
Exactly. So we've been talking tonight about uh, sexual brokenness and working with wives uh, of men who have sexual brokenness. We appreciate you listening in. We we are a, a, a healing and counseling ministry. We'd love to help. Uh, we work with folks on donation basis and counseling and healing. We do Skype counseling. Uh, and it's really just a, it's, it's just a joy to see someone walking through the journey and finding truth because that's a great place. And, um, and we just uh, we want to offer to you this that, that we we work with all different kinds of brokenness. You're welcome to to visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com, and we'd be glad to help in any way we can. We do have a journey to joy. We want to offer that one more time in case you're coming in at the tail end of the show. We have a journey to joy for wives. It's a beautiful time of healing and prayer teaching about a woman's spirit, uh, her hope, her joy, finding those things that are joyful and hopeful in, in spite of her husband's brokenness. And uh, it starts Friday around 11 o'clock. It ends Sunday around 11 o'clock. And it's it's just a safe place. I just want to encourage you. You know, um, it's it's very hard to really be able to let loose and really feel all kinds of things. Sometimes anger, sometimes bitterness, sometimes rage, sometimes hurt. Uh, but we sure try to open that door and allow women to feel what they really need to feel as they go through this process. And so... And I think the most important thing that we really want the wives to know is they're not alone. Absolutely. You're not alone, and there have been people who've walked this journey before you, and will be glad to, as a, as one of the ladies that helps us say, they'll be glad to offer their hope. They'll, they'll, they'll give you a piece of their hope, their hope for, a, for while. a while. That's right. Thank you very much for joining us, and may you listen to us next week as we keep trying to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do. Love is done, it's